Welcome to the Kasha's recording, part two on Pas Yisrael, to answer some of the questions that came in on the previous class. This class is dedicated in honor of the marriage of Esther, Yoela, Bas, Paula, Peril, Zeira, and Shmuel, Ben, Enya, Liba. May they be blessed with an Abinyan Adeyad, an everlasting home. We'll start with the methods of how to make Pas Yisrael. The most common method would be, if a Yid is present at the time of the baking of the bread product made out of the five grains, wheat, oats, spelt, rye, or barley, and the Yid turns on the fire of the oven or puts the bread products into the oven. In manufacturing systems under certification, Hechshedim have systems where the fire in the oven will stay on constantly, and that's how they'll be able to accomplish Pas Yisrael. One of the such systems is they'll have a constant pilot light system where there'll be a pilot light in the oven on all the time and it's often uh, on, on a separate circuit so it doesn't shut down when the oven shuts off and does not have an on and off switch. It's really hardwired to stay on all the time. Another method is the glow bar, glow plug method. That's something that most Hechshedim approve and that's where you have like basically a heating element inside the oven, in the baking chamber of the oven that gives off a temperature of heat, usually in excess of 180 degrees, which is Yatsi Ledis by the temperature of, of heat in the Halacha Lechumra on the, on the Machmer side to accomplish Pas Yisrael because that's going to be a contribution of heat into the baking chamber and that's analogous to uh, like a pilot light or a Yid turning on the fire or contributing towards the, 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 the baking. Another system is a, a heating lamp system which the Star K approves um, it's not a very efficient way of baking because uh, I think it's, uh, it, it's pretty expensive to do so. Um, most Hechshedim do not accept that system. The Starkey does approve it. <coughs> and the purpose of a Yid doing some act of cooking or baking in this case um, is in order to serve as a hecker, to serve as a discerning reminder, a symbolic symbol that a Jew is involved in the baking process. Since heating lamps are really not something that's usually used in the context of baking, so it's a chesaron in the hecker. It kind of dilutes the hecker, the hecker of, uh, of the symbolic activity the yid invol- of the yid's involvement. And that's why um, many national chesaron don't like the, the heating lamp system. Halachli speaking, Palter products, meaning bread products baked by a non-Jewish baker, are permissible in a case where it's not av- where pas yisrael is not available. When it comes to bishul yisrael, as we're going to learn in the future classes, there's no such leniency, and the laws of bishul yisrael were accepted unanimously at the time they were enacted by the chachamim, as in, as enumerated in the Gemara of Aveda Zara. And the, and the laws of Bishri Yisrael took on the full strength of law. A few other points I want to mention regarding pass are as follows. When it comes to pass, as I mentioned in the previous class, in order for something to fall in the category of pass, the five grains have to be turned into a flour substance. So if you have, for example, whole oats that are baked, that's not in the category of pass. So for example, if you have a product like a fig bar, where the oats are discernible, and there's no oat flour in it, 
and there's no other five grain flowers, so maybe that's not going to be considered pas. But usually when it comes to a fig bar, that's not the case. Where the, it's a situation where it looks like a cookie and the oats in it are not discernible anymore. So even if whole oats went in, but it's mixed into a dough substance and you can't tell them as separate oats, then it would have the din of oat flour and then it would have the din of pas and therefore it would be subject to requiring to be pas Yisrael and, uh, and uh, something that we would be machmeran. Chow mein noodles, for example, are made from the five grains. They're often made from wheat, but they're deep fried. They don't have the tzura of, of pas. They don't have the appearance of bread. And uh, therefore, they would not go in the category of pas. And, um, and regarding a shayla bishal, as we'll cover in the future, it's not a problem because it's, it's really meant as a topping. It's meant as a food that's just used as a topping. Let's talk about breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs... First, we'll begin with panko breadcrumbs, which are a newer type of breadcrumbs, which are electrocuted. If these breadcrumbs are truly electrocuted, then they're permissible. It's not a problem of pasakam because the electrocution process is not a typical baking process and therefore would not be a problem of non-pas Yisrael, of pas palter. However, there are a numerous panko-style breadcrumbs on the market which are really baked like regular bread and then turned into breadcrumbs, and then they would be in the category of pas. So in order for one to be lenient on panko breadcrumbs, one has to first verify that indeed they are really panko breadcrumbs and they're baked through electrocution, not in a regular baking process. Um, breadcrumbs in general, if they're discernible, are not bottle, if they're not made as pasis roll. Um, there are some exceptions. If, for example, if something was baked uh, for the, in the onset to turn them into breadcrumbs, and then later on it was mixed into a food, then it was never yet considered ready. But generally speaking, breadcrumbs are made fully baked, and then they're turned into breadcrumbs, and therefore they would already have the halacha of pas. And additionally, breadcrumbs are often used in certain foods as fillers, for example, let's say in a tuna salad, you'll, you may find breadcrumbs used. Um, halachically, if the breadcrumbs are in a salad and, and mixed into a, a whole bunch of liquid ingredients, um, where there's moisture, the breadcrumbs will dissolve and they'll be bottled b'roif. They'll be nullified in the majority and they wouldn't be discernible. Halachically, that's kosher. And even if someone is makbar and pas Yisrael, could be lenient about that. At the same time, there's room to be machmir, to say they only want to consume pas Yisrael breadcrumbs, and even if the breadcrumbs would be bottle, they don't want to have to come onto that leniency. That's an example where, some, where according to Mitzvah Hasidus, a person could be more machmir if they choose to do so. Today's recording is a follow-up of the previous pas Yisrael recordings that we have done, and it'll address some questions that have arisen from these classes. It's dedicated... Liyuli Nishmas, Soramalya, Basra Bitzhak Aryeh, whose yard site is Chafbe Shvat. Some questions that have come over are with regards to Pas Yisrael. <coughs> Number one, we wanted to know the different ways in which something can be made Pas Yisrael. As I mentioned in the previous recording, a common method would be through a pilotite system or through a heating element, and those are accepted by most national agencies. The Star-K allows a system using a light bulb, which is not something that's accepted by the other agencies because they don't consider it to be something that's normally used for baking. All national hechsheirim, the OK, the OU, the Star-K, the Chav-K, the CRC Chicago, we all certify products that are not Pas Yisrael. 
And in order to verify that something is Pas Yisrael, it's necessary to either see the words Pas Yisrael printed on the product label, or to check the, we- the website of that particular Heksher, or to call the Heksher directly. Chassidish Hechsherim, as a policy, will only certify bread-type products as Pas Yisrael. They will not certify Pas Palter. So therefore, they don't always write Pas, pas-, pas Yisrael on the product label. If it has a valid and a reliable Chassidish Hechsher, if it's a product that falls under the category of Pas Yisrael, it definitely will be Pas Yisrael in that case. Some Hechsherim allow a non-from Yid to serve as somebody who can turn on the fire to make Pas Yisrael. As I mentioned in the previous class, there's a machlekes about this in Halacha. It's not the Mahudr approach. The OK insists on a Shemesh Shabbos person serving in the function as the one turning on the fire or putting the food into the, the, the baked goods into the oven to make the product Pas Yisrael. We do not allow a non from Yid to do so. Some national Echsherim are lenient about this matter, and you need to call them directly to get the details on that matter. With regards to the union of Midas HaChassidus, I mentioned in the previous class as well, that breadcrumbs that are not Pas Yisrael, if they're mixed into, let's say, a, a tuna salad, and they're no longer discernible, and they're less than the majority, they could be bottle Beroiv, it's not necessarily Mohudr, to, to be mevatel something. If it's done by the goy after the fact, it's batal b'raiv. But if someone wants to be machmer, mitzad midas hachasidus, just to be stringent and to refrain from such a product, they have room to do so. When it comes to other products, such as chow mein noodles, for example, those are deep fried, and those, because of the way they're processed, don't fall under the category of pas in the first place. Or in a similar way, most breakfast cereals are manufactured in non-conventional manners, such as puffed, steamed, or sometimes they're extruded, and therefore they're not, they don't fall under the category of pas in the first place. Therefore, if someone wants to be machmer, to make them pas yisrael, to insist on them being pas yisrael, it's a nice chumrah, but I wouldn't say midas chasidis would necessarily dictate that. It's a chumrah. But it's not like it's not an analogous to the case of the breadcrumbs, which ordinarily would need to be pas yisrael, and there's room to be machmer, even if it's bottle, if someone wants to be machmer in that regard. Thank you.